This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the SeanStevensonModel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my co-host, producer extraordinaire, Jade Arell. What's up, Jade? What's going on, Sean? Jade, how you doing? Enthusiaculate. Enthusiaculate. <laughs> how does she do it? Man, it how comes from the heart. Then you're so, not limited to what the words may have already meant. I en- can Enthusiasm melded with immaculate? Yes. I love it. See, you are so there. Lovey dove. Yeah, man. Well, everybody, I didn't even tell Jade the show topic today. Yeah. Because I want to keep it a little bit of a surprise. And I was debating on if I wanted to share this with everybody because I don't want people to start barking up the wrong tree, (laughs) so to speak. But that's why you kept it from me too. Today, (laughs) today, we're gonna be talking about the best exercises for abs. For what? For your abs. For my abs. I have them still there somewhere, I think. (laughs) And three keys to making abdominal exercises more effective. Give it up. All right. So this is going to be some really juicy stuff today. So what could be wrong with that? Well, you know, people, we'll talk about it in a moment. Let's first give a shout out to our show sponsor. What's good? PerfectSupplements.com. Thanks, y'all, for just doing this work and having this business. Thank you so very much. Absolutely. PerfectSupplements.com, the industry leader for whole food nutrition, whole food supplementation. And you're going to be getting the highest quality superfood supplements in the world from PerfectSupplements.com. And by being a fan of the Model Health Show, you get 10% off your entire purchase from Perfect Supplements, use the coupon code MODEL101, M-O-D-E-L-101. We just got a new shipment of the Perfect Protein. We Perfect Plant Protein. That means some is on the way to my house. (laughs) (laughs) So it's an incredible blend of uh, brown rice protein, hemp protein, and medicinal mushrooms. Oh, man. So we've got the mushroom complex in there. It's really great stuff. Uh, We even use it for my little one, my Mm two-year-old. He loves it. And, you know, this is something so we're avoiding all of the usual extraction process as used in most protein powders. They actually oftentimes use something called hexane mm. to extract. I remember seeing that. Yeah, Hexane is explosive stuff. It you sounds know like it. This is why a lot of uh, like whey protein is called gas and blast uh-huh. in the business, you know. But <laughs> with this like perfect some... plant protein, awesome stuff. I actually uh, use it all the time and I really enjoy it. And... The perfect coconut oil is my mm-hmm. another one of my favorites and my go-tos every single day. I use it topically. I use it in my Superman tea. Mm-hmm. Get those medium chain triglycerides. It's instant cell food, That's and it's right. just amazing stuff. So they've got so many other things. So head over to PerfectSupplements.com and get yourself some of these great, incredible mm-hmm. supplements to fuel your mind and body. That's right. So let's roll into the topic of the day, the best exercises for your abs and three keys to making your abdominal exercises more effective. Gimme, gimme, gimme. And the reason I didn't want to necessarily do this show, Jade, and why I was kind of going back and forth if we're going to do this right now is... You're selfish. (laughs) (laughs) I know you know. No. (laughs) You want to be the only one on a a website looking like... You know, the waves of the ocean with all the 12-pack happening. I understand. (laughs) The ripple effect. The ripple effect. I'm coming right behind you, though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the reality is that abs are one of those things that's really programmed into our mind that it's an attractive feature. You know, it's something that's sexy, having a flat belly. And then the opposite is true. You know, like if somebody has 
a lot of stuff going on there, they often feel that that's not a sign of being attractive. And because of this, people get caught up in the idea of targeting their stomach Mm -hmm. and not thinking about health overall and not thinking about taking care of their entire body and understand that your abs are kind of, it's a result of doing all the other stuff. So I didn't want people to get off track. And we're going to talk a little bit about what those things are that really help to create and flesh out a six-pack or flesh out a flat belly. They're going to have to because that's usually the last and most difficult thing to rock. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that <laughs> and tie in what to actually do for your abs. Awesome. Thank okay? you. Okay. So we're going to do a little bit of diagnostic work and a little bit of anatomy and physiology, just a tad bit. Teach, teach. So we know what we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. So when people take a look, if you look <laughs> down and see what you see, understand that there's two different types of fat here. Okay. There's two types. One is called subcutaneous fat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Subcutaneous fat. This is essentially the fat that's right underneath your skin, the stuff that you can really grab. All right. So that's the subcutaneous fat. And that's okay. We need some of that. Uh What people are really seeing and why the belly tends to poke out and stick out and be very puffy is something called visceral fat. Mm. Okay, This visceral fat is something that lies deep within the abdominal cavity. It's the stuff that's in between the organs in your body. And actually, it's it's a result of having fatty organs as well. So somebody (sighs) having a fatty liver, fatty kidneys, um, their, their small intestine is inflamed. So we're talking about the actual organs in your body and you can't do crunches and get to that. You understand was, what I'm saying? I, exactly. It's so unfair. Your liver can't do crunches. What can my liver do? Your liver can do, it can live. Okay, well, liver. Live, liver. Liver. Look, hey. That's oh, look right. At you. That's what a name derived. Look at you. <laughs> so what we got to understand is what are we trying to target here? All right. All we, of it. All of it. Right. <laughs> and we need to have a multifaceted approach. Okay. So the most important thing is to understand that the visceral fat, it's actually been proven to be a huge player in a variety of health problems. We're talking about it's linked to heart disease, cancer, mm-hmm. metabolic syndrome, diabetes. It's not good business. All right. Subcutaneous fat doesn't have all these negative associations. And why is that? It's because this visceral fat, it actually starts to function as a separate organ. So it's like you grew another organ oh, in your body. Uh-uh. Okay. So it's very dangerous. And what is actually happening is when I say it's another organ, it's one that's an endocrine organ. So it's producing hormones, namely it's producing estrogen. So you're going to get yourself into a state where you're in a hyperestrogen or estrogen dominant body state. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Like how big is this organ? So if I were to take, when I finally get deep down to the visceral stuff and I set it on the table, you know, you see those operation shows and they set the heart or whatever on How big is this organ? It can be, it can be extremely big. It can be a little bit or it can be a lot. It's one of those things that it doesn't necessarily have a, a limit to it. And it does its own thing and it yeah, has its it, own. It becomes its own organ and it does. It starts doing its own thing. But it's communicating and functioning within your body, producing hormones. Another thing that it's doing is producing these things called cytokines or inflammatory cytokines. So it's literally creating inflammation in your body. And with that systemic inflammation, like when your body's trying to rejuvenate itself, if you have anything that you need to heal from, maybe it's a disease, your stem cells that can be helping to repair some kind of ligament or or to help your immune system, your mm-hmm. stem cells are going to be wasted trying to deal with this inflammation from your gut. Oh, man. You know, so it's like it's That's a really news. terrible t- downward spiral that happens. And it's all because of this padding mm-hmm. that we get. And it's also another funny name that it, it's gotten is it's called omentum fat. <laughs> and omentum literally means 
fatty apron. I believe it's derived from Greek, mm-hmm. meaning apron. A fat apron. Right? So we so get yeah. fat livers, fat kidneys, and fat intestines. Would you look at it? Would you look at it? Just, just look, look at, at it. At if that. I saw it, I'd say, would you look would at you? it? And I would say, look at that. Just look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so what we want to do is understand we've got to target this visceral fat first and foremost. If Deep we down. even want to get into the abdominal exercises. Now, how do we do this? We've actually done several shows to address this topic. One of them, namely, is the show we did about insulin resistance and diabetes. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't have to have diabetes to have insulin resistance. If you've got some visceral fat, you have insulin resistance. It's a classic sign of insulin resistance. So just I'm encouraging you to just go back and listen to that episode. Okay. Because basically it's practicing the principles we talk about here on the show, which is to eat real food. Mm Mm-hmm. Sleep good, sleep like a baby, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, exercise intelligently. You know, those are the things that's going to help with this insulin sensitivity and help your body to dissipate and break down that visceral fat. Okay. We're literally talking about making your organs healthy again. Yeah, right from the inside out. But we're not going to look at all that today. We're not going to spend too much time on that. It's just I'm going to direct people back. Listen to the sleep episodes. Okay, and listen to the episode on insulin resistance, and probably even the food you should never eat. Yes, and that you should avoid at all costs. We'll see. We're right. We're like this. Yeah, me and you. Right, we're like right, this. right here. Here, <laughs> over here. Here, mira. <laughs> mira, mina. All right. Okay. So now we're going to look at is some of the physiology. This is the physiology that you can grow. Okay. We're talking about the physiology that you everybody change, has. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. So what we want to start with is there's three parts to your abs. There's mm-hmm. three main parts to your core, to your abs that people think about, but they might not know what they are. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first part that we got to talk about is the rectus abdominis. Hey. That's the one that most people call your abs, right? It's the six pack or for some people it's eight pack mm-hmm. muscles. What I want to talk about this for is to understand a deeper layer of what these muscles are doing and why they're important so that okay. you can understand how to work them better. Nice. Okay. Thank you. So the rectus abdominis, it's that layer of muscles that goes right down the front of your stomach, Mm -hmm. okay? And it's an important posterior muscle, and it's responsible for flexing the lumbar spine, so bringing your chest towards your hips or your hips towards your chest. That's very useful. So it's responsible for for you to be able to do that, Mm -hmm. right? It's not about looking sexy. It's about them actually helping you to do stuff. I have many reasons why I need to know how to to have that. I mean, come on. There's so many reasons popping in my mind all of a sudden. But you need to be able to to bend and, you know, bend and get back up and whatnot. Yes, you do. Very important. So your rectus abdominis is uh, responsible for that. And it also, really important, is it it assists in breathing. Oh. Okay. So without the rectus abdominis being at its top form and doing its job, you're not going to be able to breathe properly. Your diaphragm, your your lungs aren't going to be able to expand and contract so it's really important in that as well. So this is why these muscles need to be developed. Mm-hmm. All right. So it gives people a deeper layer. It does. Of, I don't just need to have them together so mm-hmm. I look good in mm-hmm. my in my suit or in my dress. That's right. I needed to be able to breathe right. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And it really helps me understand now that as many times as we've done programs, I've ha- I've never had to apply a filter for your recordings. And people always say, "Oh, he sounds so clear and so crisp and so pure." That's part of that. Well, Been able to that. Would you look at that? Is that so interesting, Jade? You're dropping something on me right I'm there. I'm just saying, sir. I appreciate that. Yes. Thank goodness, abs. Thank you, abs. <laughs> I'm going to thank good. mine now for what they're <laughs> about to do. Mm, thank get you, em. abs. Get I'll em. take four. Two is good. All right. <laughs> 
And also, lastly, is that they're important, your rectus abdominis, for keeping your internal organs intact. Oh, well. And creating this, it's called intra-abdominal pressure. All right, so just keeping everything stable in your body. Thank goodness for the rectus abdominis mm-hmm. because it helps to do that. All right, now we've got something called the obliques, or mainly the, these are the external obliques. And those are the muscles that are over to the side. Mm-hmm. They're very small muscles, but they're actually quite long. And here's what they do. Their function is actually they pull your chest downward. All right, they pull your chest downward and they compress the abdominal cavity. And it has functions in something called flexion, which is what we're flexing, what we talked about with the rectus abdominis, chest to to legs, legs Mm -hmm. to chest, Mm -hmm. and also rotation. Okay, so rotation of the spine. So this allows you to turn around and twist and move Mm -hmm. to the side. Thank you, external obliques. They have this function. Now, most humans, especially in women, the oblique muscles are not visible. And this is due to the subcutaneous fat deposits, all right? Not the visceral fat because there's not organs up here by your rib cage, mm-hmm. right? It's just sub- subcutaneous fats, fat, and that's okay. That's just fine. But for some people, they can, you can actually see those muscles, all right? I loved how when I was researching this, it said most humans. <laughs> and I was like, and you're hmm, like, hmm, that must be those others. There's some superhumans out that's there. Right. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. So the external obliques, that's what they're doing. All right. And so they now, will be yeah. if they're not now. Yeah. So we've got the rectus abdominis, everybody. Mm-hmm. We've got the obliques, the external obliques over to the side. You know what those little muscles are. Now, this might likely be the most important muscle. It's called the transverse abdominis. I've heard of that. All right. The transverse abdominis, or you can call it the TV. TV dominus. And what this muscle does, it's really, it's a paper-thin muscle that's underneath all of this stuff and it's basically like i like to give it a comparison of being like a built-in corset or a built-in girdle Mm -hmm. that we all have it helps to keep everything pulled in tight and it compresses the ribs and the viscera so all that area it just helps everything to stay compressed and this is the muscle that's extremely weak on a lot of people it kind of gives out because of the stress that it's getting from those inter- internal organs being too it big. It gets tired. Right? It's just like, well, like, forget it. Right? <laughs> right? So what it does also is it provides thoracic and pelvic stability. So it helps for your spine and your hips to stay stable. So and it helps your spine and your hips stay stable. So this is very important if you are one of the base people on the cheerleading pyramid. Right. Very important. Very important. As a matter of fact, you brought up an interesting point, Jay, that this the transverse abdominis muscle is something that oftentimes we don't really, really, really need to work directly if we're just a healthy, regular human being, you know, in our basic template because it's the transverse activates so often for us to do most things that we do. Mm-hmm. If you're lifting you're weights walking. at all, mm-hmm. your transverse muscle is engaging to keep your core stable. Right. All right. But it's because of, you know, really paying attention to detail, we might want to work it. Or for people who their transverse has just Shot. been on a permanent vacation, yeah. you know. It retired a little while back and it's going to put the four or five away. jersey on. <laughs> it's going to come and start playing ball again. All right. That's right. So now let's get into these three actual tips of making the uh, ab exercises more effective before I give the exercises that you should be doing. Okay. All right. And these are these are so important. These are game-changing. These make the difference between doing a bunch of ab exercises and doing a bunch of ab exercises that get you results. There we go. Okay? This is the difference right here. 
So the first tip here for making your abdominal exercises more important is to keep the muscles engaged. You've got to keep the muscles engaged throughout the exercise. Now, a lot of people, they'll just lay on the floor and start doing some sit-ups or crunches, mm -hmm. but they're just going through the motions. They're using whatever part of their body to do the exercise, just to get up. That's right. All right? They'll launch their neck up. They'll throw their shoulders That's up. That's right. Tuck whatever, just to make it appear that I'm doing some crunches or sit-ups versus actually using 100% of your abs to do the exercise. So here's what you do. This is so simple. It's a very simple technique. If you want to see your waistline get smaller, you need to engage your muscles by doing this simple thing, which is to pull your navel in. Engage your muscles by simply drawing your navel in towards your spine. As soon as you pull your navel in, your transverse muscle is activated. The rectus abdominis is turned on. The muscles turn on. Okay. Okay. So when you lay down there to do your crunches or to do your reverse crunches, your cross crunches, whatever you're doing, your hanging knee lifts, engage your abs by pulling your navel in. You turn the muscles on by doing that one thing. Now when you're doing the movement, your abdominal muscles are going to be doing most of the work. All right, so that's number one. Mm -hmm. I feel I that can't already tell you. while sitting here. Just by sitting, you, uh -huh. can, you can start working your abs just by but sitting. But you have to exhale in order to do that pull. You have to, like, let the air out. We're gonna, that's what we're going to talk about next. Is it? See? Uh -huh. Well, that's, actually, mm, yeah, it's number two. No reason. See? It's intuitive. I am so there. It's intuitive. Mm -hmm. But because we're just usually going through the motions, I've had athletes come in that I'm working <laughs> with, and they'll be like, yeah, you know, I do 200 I crunches right. a night, you know and I'll put them on the stability ball and have them do 20 crunches the right way, and they can't eat. Literally, I've had 6'4 yeah. athletes that could dunk and do all kinds of stuff, uh -huh. not be able to do 20 crunches properly. Uh -huh. You know, they're just passing, they're falling on the floor, like, man, what's wrong with right, you? This right. is crazy. Yeah. You know, because they're actually doing it the right way. There's a difference between doing something and doing, and doing something the, the right way. way. So. You know, So the big key here is to turn on your abs, engage the muscles, by drawing your navel in towards your spine. Put all of your attention there. And this is another part of really changing your body. And bodybuilders have known this for a long time, is that it's this mind-body connection. Instead of just being all external and putting your energy out just trying to do some ab exercises, mm -hmm. bring your attention inward towards the muscle that you want to work. And put your, mu and your attention and your mind and your focus there. And that muscle will literally work harder because your energy isn't scattered. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So simple. All right. So that's number one, to make your abdominal exercise more effective. Number two is to empty out all the air during the contraction. All right. We're just going to take the example of doing a crunch, right? Okay. So we're on the stability ball doing crunches. When I'm drawing my shoulders up towards my knees, I don't want to have my belly poked out when I'm crunching because it's training my body to have my belly poked out when wow. it's contracted. That's not what okay, we want. so we want to get all the air out of our body. So when I crunch, I'm gonna quick air shoot all the air out. Okay, whatever it takes for you. Just I found that doing out. it quickly is gonna be more effective for most people. Okay, so it could be, mm -hmm. and also the tempo that you're doing the crunches at. A lot of people don't realize that the abdominal muscles you've got a lot of fast twitch muscles in there, so they're not they got endurance. You know, so you want to work them at different paces. You also might want to train them with a little bit of resistance if doing a bunch of crunches is, is easy for you, like you can do 20, 30, 40, 50 crunches, you might just need to bring in some weight into the equation mm -hmm. because these fibers are more resistant towards this endurance. So, And if you find that you're using 20 
and 40 and 50 pounds to do your crunches, you do not need to listen to this program anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. We want you on the show. That's a superhuman program. All right. We want to interview you. So when you crunch, when you contract, get all the air out of your lungs, all the air out of your diaphragm, all the air out of your body. (sighs) Crunch and back up. Okay. So I'm really, Jay's laughing at me because I'm making the face and no i'm just you say get all the air out no it's great it's great because i mean we're describing something it's the theater in the mind here you know and all the air just do do it through your mouth see just get it all just blow it out your mouth not leave it don't send it out nowhere else (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh man i just thought about uh sherman clump and (laughs) never mind Nutty professor. That's you. All right. So number two to make your abdominal exercise more effective is to get all of the air out of your out of your body when you're doing the contraction. Okay. Okay. This is so important. So many people don't do this, or they're breathing backwards. All right. So, yeah, I, yeah. You yes. know, I do. That's, yeah. That's one of mine. So what we want to make sure that we're doing, if we're doing now, we're doing a leg lift. Okay. So this is where you're laying on your back, or you're hanging from a device, or using a Roman chair and holding your body up. You're lifting your legs towards your upper body, okay? So we've got this trunk flexion happening. So we're lifting our trunk up. And when we bring our knees towards our body, we're going to breathe out, okay? So our abs can get really small when we contract. It's like doing a curl, okay? Very simple, but it makes a world of difference, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you're training your waist to be smaller. You're training it to be smaller when it's contracted, all right? So that's number two. Last tip here to make your abdominal exercise more effective is to train your abs in a fasted state, all right? So what that means is you train your abs on an empty stomach. And here's why. Because when you're trying to engage the muscle, number one, when you're trying to get all the air out of your body, number two, if there's a bunch of food in the way, getting in the way, it's going to be getting in the way of your best muscle Uh contraction possible, All all right? So the ideal time of working your core, your ab muscles, is first thing in the morning in a fasted state. Not just you roll out of bed and start doing crunches, but, you know, go through your daily routine, but don't have any food yet. Or if you're doing it later in the day, make sure that it's at least a, a few hours after okay. having a meal. Okay. Okay. This is huge right here. Oh. All right. This is huge for people because okay. a lot of people don't know this one. No. They're just doing abs whenever they think about it. When you're not going to be getting the most effective exercises done because you got a bunch of food in your belly. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, Jay? It does. Total sense. Takes up too much space. Total sense. I'm trying to train them to be little, so I need to have nothing in the way. Exactly. Get as little as you can. Simple, baby. My ab footprint needs to be small. All right, so let's take a look now at, now that we've got those three key points, Mm -hmm. let's take a look at what are the actual best abdominal exercises. Okay. What are those exercises going to be? Now, I want to first start with the caveat of work, again, working your entire body is what's going to really help to elevate your metabolism, number one, and also something we mentioned earlier, which is your transverse muscles, your rectus abdominis muscles, they're often going to turn on when you're doing things like squats, when you're doing things like um, lat pull-downs and rows. These muscles are going to engage no matter what exercise you're doing, really. When you're doing push-ups, your transverse has to turn on to hold you up so you're not sinking to the floor. Right. All right? But plus you're getting the benefit, the metabolic benefit of activating some really big muscle groups. So if I'm trying to, my the abdominal muscles are really small muscles. They don't have a lot of me- metabolic potential versus the muscles in your mm-hmm. glutes and your hamstrings and your back. 
Yeah. Right? Even your chest muscles, they're pretty big. Mm-hmm. That and means they can deliver more. Metabolic firepower. Exactly. If you work those muscles. Exactly. So you want to get more bang for your buck by working your whole body. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people get caught up in, they want to get their abs together, so they do a lot of that's ab work. Mm-hmm. And that's the big problem. So that's, again, why I didn't want to. Nice. I took my time on delivering this show, but I know that the people who listen to this show, they've got a more elevated approach oh, to things yeah. anyway. So and especially by this episode, they are really tight. That's right. We're gonna see <laughs> I wanna see some pictures. That's right. I wanna see some pictures of the results. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't done twenty one of these shows, then go back to number one so you can be there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, so let's get into these ab exercises. What are the best ab exercises? So again, we've got three planes we need to work on. So we've got the uh, rectus abdominis, we've got the rotation from the external obliques, and we've got the transverse. We've got to hit all these parts. So a lot of people get caught up in one plane mm-hmm. and understanding you're not going to get the full benefit of a really nice-looking core if you're not working all these planes. So number one, the rectus abdominis. We need to work on flexion. So these are going to be essential, old-school, people-know-about-crunches. Not sit-ups. Mm. not sit-ups. Don't go all the way up. When you sit up off the floor, you're bringing your um, erector spinae muscles, you're bringing your lats, you're bringing a lot more muscles into the picture here. So crunching, it's a very limited range. So laying flat on the floor, or I really like the stability ball because it's been proven to use a higher percentage of your abdominal muscles by using a stability ball. But you need to know how to do it right. And of course, for everybody to... Make sure that you go by my site and get the Waste Reduction Quick Start Plan. Mm-hmm. It's free. Mm-hmm. You just go to the main page of my site, put in your name and email, and I'll send it right to you. And you can actually see some images of me doing some of these exercises, mm-hmm. as well as one of, my, one of my trainers. All right, so flexion. So we're going to be laying flat on the floor on the stability ball. Back is flat. You're taking your lower back out of the equation, and you're pulling your navel in. Remember number That's one, right. engage the muscle and just crunch. You're just going to, like, I, I picture cutting my abs in half, so the, the lower four and the upper four, so just a line in between your abs and cutting my body in half right there, okay, and breathing all the air out and making sure, obviously, I didn't just have some well, German chocolate say? cake before I worked out, you know. No, wait till you're done with your crunches. Right. right. That'll help. <laughs> So we want to do flexion. So we're going to do crunches and also mm-hmm. reverse crunches. So it's the same idea. You, you can be laying on the floor and you're going to embrace your ab muscles and you're going to lift your legs or your knees towards your chest. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is going to be working. The rectus abdominis is really one muscle, but you're going to feel it more in the upper portion by doing crunches and the lower portion by doing reverse crunches or leg lifts, hanging leg, leg raises, all those type of things. Mm-hmm. But again, you'll be wasting your time and trying to look cool at the gym if you're not checking your ego at the door because it's mm. going to be harder when you're just focusing on pulling your navel in and doing the amount that you can. That's right. Or And then take the stability ball and put it under your legs and put your heels, press that to, to lift the ball and your knees all the way up to your chest, like pull them up like that. Yeah. There you go. See, Jay? That keeps that unit. Jay, I'm that's saying. why I love having you around. Yay. Slide those good ones in there. So flexion, this is very important. We got the flexion covered. So that's this one plane. It's just upper body towards lower body, lower body towards upper body. Got it. Next up, external obliques, rotation. We need to incorporate some rotation here. Mm -hmm. One of the favorite ones for me is the medicine ball twist. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be sitting straight up on the floor, your butt's on the floor, your feet apart, heels on the floor, 
holding a medicine ball legs or extended. Yeah, your knees are going to be bent, but your heels are on the floor, okay. so your legs are partially extended. Mm -hmm. And you're going to lean back until you feel your ab muscles oh, engage. I Once you feel it engaged, you want to stay right there in that plane, holding the medicine ball, and it can be a very light one. And you're going to do rotation, staying in that same plane, mm -hmm. rotating from side to side. And I can tell you now, if you're pulling your navel in, it could be a cantaloupe or a lemon. That thing is no joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does. It's not. It's just the the way to focus. Yeah. That that motion because it's no joke. So the medicine ball twist is is a classic one. Really, really great exercise. Cross crunches. So this is where we're laying on the floor, and we can rotate from the shoulder to the opposite knee. We can mm -hmm. go in that direction. And again, a lot of these things YouTube, but make sure, of course, you get the waist reduction quick start plan and know mm -hmm. how to do this stuff, the basic right. stuff. Or one of the ones that I really like, and I've I've gone back and forth on the effectiveness, but once I got those three keys. I found this one to really be effective for making my obliques really pop out is, is basically just standing up and holding some type of uh, straight pole or mm -hmm. broomstick mm -hmm. behind your shoulders, engaging those muscles, and just doing some, some rotations, mm -hmm. going as far as you can to each side. Mm -hmm. And the idea here is like we're not lifting a lot of weight. We're just really engaging those muscles and letting them do what they, what they can do. What they're designed right. to do. So that's more, but again, that's something that's more detail work. I don't want you doing this if we don't have the basic covered. That's really, really when you're, you know, you're already pretty lean. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So we've got flexion. We've got rotation. Lastly, the transverse. This is about stability, core stability, working that internal brace, the internal mm -hmm. built-in like corset. Brace. Or, you know, people wear back braces at the gym. Mm -hmm. Build a back brace. Build your Build own. one. Yes. All right. So the transverse. The transverse muscles it's just taken off. When I was teaching people this stuff 11 years ago, mm -hmm. nobody knew what a plank was. See? You know, 99% of my clients had never done that before. Now, it's in all the magazines, on all the, the websites. Everybody knows about these. But here's what they actually are. These are known as vacuuming exercises. All right? Vacuuming exercises. Okay. And the trouble is that most people are doing planks, but they're not vacuuming. Mm -hmm. They're not really drawing their navel in. Right. Mm -hmm. Pulling everything in and pushing all the air out of your lungs. Mm -hmm. When you're in that plank position, that's how you really turn those muscles on. It really all does. Right. And the little sweat beads start dancing off of your forehead. Right. <laughs> you're and you're, not, like, really, and you're not even moving. It's you're like, not even moving. Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is, you know, it's, it, the thing is people don't do it oftentimes because it's not sexy. You're not moving all over the place and, you know, mm -hmm. hanging around from, from stuff and upside down. You're just... There. Well, I tell right. you what, you get these abs and sexy won't even be an issue. I heard Just that. Just do the thing. I heard that. Mm -hmm. So you can also do vacuuming exercises. A popular name for one of these now is called cat vomit. I don't particularly like the name. Not quite. It's because, you're, you know, you kind of, when you breathe out, you're kind of hunched over and getting all the air out of uh -oh. your lungs. Like you're getting right? rid of a hairball. Yeah, like a cat, you know, when they're <laughs> scared or something. And um, and then when you relax, you breathe all the air back into your into your diaphragm, into your lungs, and your belly fills, and then you push it all out again. You really you're vacuuming it out. It's like a re reverse vacuum. I got it. I got okay. It. Mm -hmm. So any type of vacuuming exercise is going to work your transverse. So you could be standing and just bend over a little bit, or you can be using a um, stability ball to do a plank with like an elevated oh, plank. Oh man, that's, that one's very hard. That's no joke, yeah. Or just an old school plank. Or if you're not even there yet to start on there, you can just get on all fours, you know, get on your hands and knees 
and just practice engaging the muscles, vacuuming in and out. Mm-hmm. Real simple. Everybody can do this at some level. Because you can start level. somewhere, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's so. valuable no matter where you begin. Valuable. Yes. It's valuable. Valuable vacuuming visceral. Leave your valuables in the car. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave your valuables in the car. <laughs> right. It's, I don't know what it is. Right. <laughs> so today's show was really just to give some some extra leverage for taking care of a body part that's really, you know, it's about vanity, but it's also about you being functional and the best version of yourself and mm-hmm. really understanding the function and the form and the fitness that your abs can can potentially do. That's right. You know? So it's really great stuff, and I hope that everybody got a lot of value out of this. I'm going to throw in one little quick, tiny, super, super bonus as we wrap things up, which is, so a lot of people realize that doing some cardiovascular exercise is important for getting that visceral fat together and actually being able to see your abs. Mm-hmm. Now, this is true, but there is a certain time when you should never do cardio. There's one time okay. you should never do cardio. And that time is doing cardio before you do your ab work. Oh, you my gosh. Never do Every that. class you do your cardio first. Yep. They're doing it ace backwards. That is. Right? It's, it's backwards. It's bad backwards. It's bad. <laughs> and you see the people in the class, you know, nine times out of ten, that they're not rocking That's the it last like that. part. Yeah. You know? And the reason is that when we do the cardio, we're actually helping to uh, eliminate and shift out and, and um, the fat is mobilized once we do the ab work. We're increasing blood flow there. The, the abs are actually turned on and engaged. Stored fatty acids are being broken down. And now when we do the cardio afterwards, that stuff is really being able to get moved out of our body. Mm-hmm. All right. So do your ab work first mm-hmm. and then do the cardio afterwards. Okay. All right. So there's a real, real powerful, important tip for everybody. That too. is. That is. So we okay. get the blood flow in the ab area first right. and then we increase the, the fat flushing with the cardio thereafter. You got it. Simple. Down for that. Simple. Of course, make sure you warm up first before you start working on your abs. Well, do a little yeah. bit of a warm up, but do your hunk of cardio, your walking, your cycling, whatever you're doing after you get those abs turned on. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you so much more bang for the buck. I'll take it. All right. So, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Make sure to share the love with all your friends and family. And we'll be talking to you real soon. Take care. Take care. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to theshawnstevensonmodel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. 